Hello, hello, fierce friend. Welcome to The Fierce Life with me, your host, Conceda Thomas. I'm so excited for today's show because it's a really quick one, I hope. We'll see. You know how that goes, right? But it's really just a straight to the point. This one is more of a Q&A. I got this question from one of our fierce friends online, and I want to address which foods you need to be avoiding for weight loss. I know if you were to Google which foods should I avoid for weight loss, you'd probably have over three, four million options and opinions to choose from. And if you read just four or five of them, you'd probably be utterly confused and feel like the answer was to just eat air, right? And we know that that's that's not going to work. That's not sustainable long term. So I want to clear up the confusion and really get real with you about which foods you need to be avoiding if your goal is to lose weight and to keep it off. And then I want to just like totally squash the drama um, of all these things that you're being told that you should not eat when that may not at all be the case for you. So um, go ahead, get a pen and paper while you jam out to the show tunes and I will meet you on the other side of the music for this episode. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Welcome back, Fierce Friends to the Fierce Life, episode 47, where we are jumping into a Q&A, which foods do I need to avoid for weight loss? I got this question online from one of our Fierce Friends, and by the way, I love it when you guys submit questions for the podcast, so feel free to DM me on any social media platform where I am, um, and let me know if you've got a question you want me to answer on the podcast, but um, she just wanted to know, Conceda, I've heard so much, can you just tell me which foods I need to be avoiding for weight loss. And you may have had that question at some point too, right? Now, I'm sure you've heard at some point that maybe you needed to avoid high fat foods, right? Back in the 90s, I think, I forget her name, but there was like this blonde woman with really short blonde hair and she used to come on TV and scream in your face, you are fat because you eat fat. And so an entire nation of people started eating low fat everything what we didn't realize was we were eating low fat everything. And by the way, guys, there are three things that give food like that good taste that make us want to eat it again and again. It's fat, sugar, or salt. So when you go low fat, just check it out the next time you're in a grocery store. It's usually a little bit higher in sugar or a little bit higher in sodium than the full fat version. Like that's the rub, guys, right? If it's low fat, low sugar, low sodium, it's probably low taste. So anyhow, a nation of people like started avoiding fat like the plague and what happened the obesity epidemic got worse and we said oops we were wrong my bad it's sugar so then everybody started screaming from the mountaintop that we needed to stop eating sugar it's sugar that's making you fat and we'd see all these commercials and things about demonstrating how much sugar the average american eats in a year and all that kind of stuff. And it would seem scary. And we'd hear that sugar was poison and, you know, all the things that it does in our body. So a whole nation of people, again, a lot of us started going low carb. We went Atkins, we went zone, we went um, the zone diet. What was the other one? South beach. We went all those things. We started embracing our long lost friends at bacon and cheese. Like it was going out of style. And what happened? Well, first of all, most of us couldn't stick to it. 
And second of all, those of us that did sometimes still overconsumed and still struggled with our weight. So that begs the question. And, and now there's even more, right? Right now we're kind of in the phase of what I would call like this super, super health movement, right? We've got all these documentaries on Netflix telling us that veganism is the way to go. It's, it's meat, it's meat and it's animal products that's killing us and that's making us fat. So now a whole nation of people are trying to go vegan or abandon animal products, right? It's, it's the same thing, guys. Someone picked a singular focus. They told it as the thing that is causing all of our ills and then we all run and we avoid it. And then most of us don't get any better for it. So I want to come on here today. We are sitting in my living room, girlfriend, and I am talking to you like I would talk to one of my sister girlfriends. Listen, here's the deal. The bottom line, if we are talking about sustainable weight loss and foods that you need to avoid for that, not for quick fix weight loss, we've got to eat foods that, number one, make it easy for us to be balanced with our metabolic hormones, meaning we've got to eat in a way that we're not super hungry, that we're not super tired, that we are not having trouble sleeping, that we don't have like crazy cravings. If any of that is going on with our eating style, it's not going to last long term, no matter what the gurus of the day are saying about which foods we need to avoid. So that's the first thing. Once we have, and that is the priority, by the way, once we have that in place, some of us may or may not need to then address creating a caloric deficit. What I have noticed is that many people, when they start to eat in a way where their hunger is in check, their cravings are in check, their energy is in check, when they eat that way, a lot of them automatically create a caloric deficit because we're no longer eating the foods that drive our appetites like crazy, right? But sometimes there are those of us that do need to then pay attention, revisit portion control so that we can create a caloric deficit. And then the third and maybe even most important thing is we've got to be eating in a way that we actually enjoy it. We like it. We look forward to our meals. We are not looking for the exit ramp. We do not have our eye on the door saying, as soon as I hit my goal weight, I am out of here. Those are the three things that have to happen for sustainable weight loss. For some of us, that may be lower fat. For some of us, that may be lower carb or keto or whatever. For some of us, it may be veganism, but neither of those things are a silver bullet. So what foods should you avoid then? Now that I'm done with what was almost a rant. Was that a rant, guys? I don't know. Let me know. DM me and tell me if that was a rant. Here are the three things, the only things that I would suggest you avoid. Number one, foods that make it hard to control your portions. So if there is a food, I don't care if it's low carb, low fat, vegan, whatever it is. If kale chips make you eat kale chips until you fall asleep, then that is a food that you want to avoid for weight loss, even though it may fall under what's considered a superfood for this day and this time and for what's being touted as the way right now. So remember, we said we've got to be hormonally balanced. We've got to be able to create a caloric deficit. So again, if a food, no matter how healthy it's supposed to be, makes it hard for you to practice reasonable portion control, then that food needs to be avoided. The caveat is you may be able to reintroduce it. I have seen many of my clients and myself even who are not eating balanced, who are not following just figure-friendly eating principles, which I talk about that all the time, you guys. Um, 
They're not following figure-friendly eating principles. So because they're not doing that, because they don't have that foundation of optimized protein, veggies, and water, certain foods set them off. They can't stop eating carbs. They can't stop eating. If they eat rice, they eat the whole box of rice. But when they implement figure-friendly eating and they're getting fiber from veggies and they're getting protein from, from meats or from, or from protein shakes or whatever it is, then all of a sudden they can eat rice and they don't struggle with portion control. So the caveat is you may be able to reintroduce that food um, at some point and exercise portion control if indeed you're not following figure-friendly principles. So what that means is that food may be the problem, may not be the problem, it may be your overall eating approach that's making um, you feel so out of control with that particular type of food. However, for those of us fierce friends who have been around here for a while and you're following figure-friendly eating principles, if there is a food that you just cannot exercise any reasonable amount of portion control when you eat that food, that is a food that you want to avoid for weight loss. Number two, foods that cause adverse effects. And I feel, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but you guys, how many of us, and I'm laughing because I'll tell you my embarrassing story. How many of us are out here eating foods because they're supposed to be weight loss friendly, um, or in my case, artificial sweeteners, foods sweetened with artificial sweeteners because I'm saving the sugar and the calories, right? But they are giving us all types of adverse effects. These foods are all but screaming, hey, you may love me, but I don't love you, boo. So if you are, you know, if you get the bubble guts, if you have, um, if you have stinky, uh, what, what do you call it? If you've got flatulence, it like smells horrible. If you can clear a room when you pass gas, um, when you eat certain foods, if you find it hard to sleep, if you start itching and breaking out in highs, any of that stuff, then I don't care if it's a superfood. I don't care if it's acai berries. I don't care if it's goji berries. If that happens to you when you eat it, that is a food that you want to avoid. Foods that cause adverse effects. And then third and final, um, and this is not said enough in the fitness industry. And this is definitely not said enough amongst people who assist us with creating sustainable weight loss. Food that you don't enjoy, guys. Number three, if you do not enjoy it, don't eat it. I don't care if it's a vegetable and you need five servings of vegetables. God has been so gracious to us that he has created all types of vegetables. So if there is one that you don't like, you don't have to suffer through that in order to get enough vegetables to create sustainable weight loss. And the reason why this is so important, you guys, and notice the example I gave was with quote unquote healthy food, right? You want to avoid foods that you don't enjoy across the board. So obviously you want to indulge intelligently. Don't chow down on the goldfish or your kid's snacks if you don't even like them just because like you're bored or you're tense, right? Ask yourself when you eat, do I really enjoy this? But likewise, don't chow down on broccoli just because you heard that it was high in fiber and good for balancing blood sugar and controlling appetite if you absolutely despise broccoli and would rather just have some collard greens. When we eat foods that we don't like, even if they're foods that provide vitamins and minerals or, or fiber or they're supposed to make it easier to lose weight, we create this huge, like just lingering dissatisfaction, which makes it really hard for our way of eating to be a lifestyle. I'll say that again. When we don't like the foods that we eat, even healthy ones, we make it hard to adapt our way of eating as a lifestyle. That's a tweetable, by the way. So what that means is, even if we're able to create weight loss 
we eventually get sick of eating that way because we're not satisfied and we don't enjoy it and we revert. And what do we revert to? We probably don't revert to collard greens when we don't like broccoli. We probably revert to like macaroni and cheese. And we know that eating that in abundance is not helping the cause, okay? So you guys, that's what I have for you today. Um, I, this was a very passionate episode. I thought it was going to be quick and not passionate at all, but I guess I got hot about this. So, um, that's all I have for you today, you guys. And so, you know, what we say around here after you learn something, you have to do something. So your fierce follow-up should you choose to accept. And if you do it, post it over in Conceda's Fierce Friends so that I know you're doing this stuff and listening to this content and actually not just listening to it, but applying it and getting some use out of it. I want you to let me know which one of these applies to you, right? So are you, are you eating foods that make it hard for you to control your portion, right? Are you doing that? And if so, out yourself. What is that food, even if it's a healthy food? Are you eating food that cause adverse effects, right? You're chowing down on, you know, on the yogurt because somebody told you dairy was good for you, but you've got bubble guts, right? Is, is it that? Or... Are you eating food that you don't enjoy, even healthy food? So let's continue this conversation over in Conceda's Fierce Friends. Would love to talk to you about that. By the way, if you're not yet a member of this support group, if you're not in there, you haven't made yourself official, you're not like officially a fierce friend, listen, it's the place to be. You do not have to do this alone. Creating sustainable weight loss is most enjoyable and most effective when done in community. So join the, the Facebook group. It's a support group. It's free. All you do is head over to conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. You join, you get instant access, and we continue our conversations over there. Then if you want to listen to this episode again, you want to reference some of the resources that I mentioned, go to the show notes page. It's conceitathomas.com slash ep47. That's slash ep47. If this episode was great to you, it gave you tons of information, insight, aha, and even permission maybe to let go of some things, I promise you, you know someone who needs that same aha or permission, please do share this out on social or copy the link to the episode, text it to a girlfriend, whatever you do, spread the love. And then finally, on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this show, you want to go ahead and subscribe so that you get notified when the next show airs, airs every single week. And if you would rate it and, and, and leave a review, I'd really appreciate that too. That's all I have for you this time, Fierce Friends. So until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. 
Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up. Our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 